guys. Welcome back to Couple Goals. What's up, everybody? Hey. This is our uh, this is our Star Wars Christmas special. So Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Kwanzaa, all that good stuff. Happy holidays. Happy holidays, I guess. I, I like to just dress it all, except for Boxing Day. I don't acknowledge that as a holiday. Well, Sorry, Canadian listeners. It could be like New Year's. What if we don't do an episode next week? Uh, new, is that really a... Who cares about New Year's? That's not a real holiday. I mean, you get off work, it's a real holiday in that sense. But I mean, nobody celebrates New Year's the way they celebrate Christmas. Nobody... I do. Puts up a you know special thing. It's, it's, I, put it, I put up a New Year's tree. <laughs> I haven't seen that. Where do you keep it? Wouldn't you like to know? Kind of, but not. I don't really care either. So anyway, we're going to be doing a special episode. This is our Star Wars Christmas special. We are going to be covering Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker. Episode 9 just came out in theaters. And we, we're going to be doing full spoilers. So just... Spoiler cast. Spoiler cast. If you haven't seen the movie, if you're not up to date on all things Star Wars, because there will be probably be spoilers for Mandalorian and Rebels and Clone Wars and all previous Star Wars movies, because this this is a culmination. This is where we are at currently in the Star Wars universe. And I, I just want to give you a full war a, a, a good warning. Crowley, please put your arm away, Maggie. <laughs> no, I'm allowed to I'm have gonna arms. I'm going to slut shame your arm. Put it away. Lay down. Love to have anyway, spoilers ahead. Uh, you're going to be surprised to hear this, listener, but there's a new Star Wars movie out, and I have thoughts about it. So there's this new Star Wars movie out. Sean just got back from seeing it for a second time. Yes. And he wants to download all the thoughts onto you. All my listener. thoughts now. I'm sure I'll have more later as so, I process more. Dude walked in the door and was like, ready to record. Yeah. Yeah. So he is hyped up and y'all are taking the brunt of it. Sorry about that. All right. So from this point forward, spoilers. Uh, if you're not caught up and you don't like spoilers, we'll, we'll catch you next week. Enjoy your holidays or not. If you're Jehovah's Witness, I guess. Uh, just Jehovah's Witness. Go, go fucking be OK with child yeah, go, abuse. Go, yeah, don't go and don't vaccinate your children or whatever. That's fine. It's not fine. Don't celebrate. Don't celebrate holidays and be fine with child abuse, I guess. That's what Jehovah's <laughs> Witnesses do. So have fun with that shit. So. All right. Moving ahead with spoilers. Uh, first thing I have to absolutely say is this this yeah, movie, Rise me. of Skywalker, Episode nine. Feels like a vindication of most, if not all, the issues I had with Force Awakens that I'm, you've heard me talk about ad nauseum, and that everyone argued with me about when I pointed these out. As soon as I like, I came home that night, got on the horn with people, as Maggie would say. Got on the horn. <laughs> we'll explain hey, that babe, some who's other. Who's on night. the horn? Anyway, uh, when I was talking to people on the phone that night, and I got I got a lot of people didn't like my thoughts on what happened in Force Awakens. And they fully played out here because of the decisions they made in that movie. And I will expound on that later. But I am vindicated. I knew exactly where they fucked up. And now the stuff that people are either angry about or just kind of meh about. The reason those things happen is because they had no fucking choice because okay. of what they did in Force Awakens so for the record, and Last Jedi. For the record, Sean has already put out a spoiler free video with Mark on Rawhide Reviews. And Rawhide Reviews, YouTube, check it out. And he's put out a spoiler-filled discussion on Rawhide Reviews. But here we go. Well, see, I've had a little more. So those were put out. We had to get those up quick. So I had to put those out the next day. So I had I saw the movie. 
Uh, we went out with your friends, came home, went to bed. I went to work the next day, was able to to get a, some of my thoughts collated and and put into my my app so I could I could share them on YouTube. But now I've had a little bit more time to process. So, of course, I have more thoughts. Of course, I have more thoughts. And he's seen it a second time. And I've seen it a second time. I still feel the same about it, which I'm glad. Um, so uh, first thing I want to do is I want to discuss my predictions. I wrote a list of predictions. Mark and I both had some predictions. He didn't want to share his predictions with me for the most part. Unfortunately, he was going to share them with me. I told him to share them. Uh, I didn't want to see him until like after the movie because he does a lot of deep diving on YouTube. And I, I didn't want any of the, those those people who, who do all that speculation. I didn't want that to color my uh experience basically in case they had deep insider knowledge just sent it to you and then you could have just not read it that's yeah i don't i don't work that way i don't think i probably would have opened it that's my fault but anyway but so my list of predictions uh where, where did it go all right all right first of all i'm gonna i'm gonna this is this is what i said what should happen all right, this is what I wanted to happen at this point because, you know, I, I didn't like Force Awakens and Last Jedi. I was just fed up with everybody, uh, all the terrible writing. So what I said... He was like, I want another Death Star. <laughs> uh, I said the Emperor will end up just being a hologram or a Force ghost. So they alluded to the Emperor coming back, but they never really showed him. So it was like, oh, he might be a Force ghost. It might be a recording. It could be a life model decoy, whatever the fuck. No. Uh, but... That wasn't true. The Emperor was fully alive, and that was wrong. That was an, a stupid thing to do. They did that. Yeah. Uh, the other thing I wanted to happen that did not happen, Rey kills Kylo Ren in the first 15 minutes, ascends no. to leader of the First Order, becomes Supreme Leader of the First Order. Did not happen. That would have been shocking, I think, for the audience and myself. Out of subverted expectations. And then I have here uh, Finn dies, Rose dies, Poe dies, then J.J. Abrams dies. None of those things, <laughs> none of those things happened, unfortunately. Those, uh, Everybody dies. Uh, then I, uh, I have the Resistance attempts to take down Rey, and they end up failing would have been the ending of, of this movie to make it good and not, and to make it surprising. However, what I did have for my actual predictions, I have the Emperor will still be alive. Check. Uh... We find out Rey is powerful because of her lineage. Check. And I just want to say I was really angry about Force Awakens when it came out. And I remember being on the phone with like listener Matt and listener Steve and listener Rob, friends of the all friends of the show, Patreons and whatnot. Uh, and telling them, I was like, she's so fucking powerful. The only way I would even accept her power, but not her her knowledge, though. The knowledge doesn't translate. That's what I never understood is how she just intuited how to, how to do those things. Not to do them well is one thing. Man, you should talk to hobos. They're so smart. <laughs> Homeless scavengers on desert planets. Yeah, normally. They're usually really good combatants and yeah. in martial arts and anyway, they're mechanical right. and all that stuff. Anyway, yeah, they're really good pilots. So she was. So I said the only explanation is that she's descended from the emperor and they fucking did that. And, it, and, that, and I just shake my head now because that's, that's not what I wanted. It was almost an offhand observation because of her power level was so insane. But that just. The, the reasons my predictions... Well, let me get through my predictions list, then I'll, I'll sum up here. All right. Um, next thing I said is her parents abandoned her because of her power to protect her. Check. I said Kylo will struggle with being a villain and then in the end sacrifice himself for the resistance. Check. Emperor is just trying to get to Rey because of her power. I predicted this about Snoke as well, but that was before The Last Jedi <laughs> when Johnson said, fuck your, fuck your villain. I kill your villain. Uh... I, uh, this one is 
I'm gonna give it myself. I'm gonna give myself an accurate on this one. That's what I'm. That's what I'm doing. Ray will be showing a vision of how powerful she could be if she joined the dark side. So she had that moment where she yeah. fought herself, but it wasn't really. I thought it was my actual meaning with that was I thought the emperor was gonna kind of show her that. Oh yeah. Um, no, she but in a way, herself. So, like, and, but she had that Luke Skywalker in the tree on Dagobah moment, and uh, it was you know it was just something they wanted to throw in the trailer. Yeah. Um, and then the last thing I have. And this is like spot the fuck on. And everybody was shocked. And, I, and I'll explain why this wasn't shocking to me. She will defeat the emperor. This is where Ben sacrifices himself, striking down the patriarchy for good. And the reason I say that is because they started this whole series. And the, the, there are two reasons my list are accurate. There's two reasons. One, they started this not to tell a good story or to tell a great Star Wars story. You could tell from The Force Awakens on, they told this as a tale of female empowerment and and not as and they but they took it to an extreme because there's there's tons of movies with powerful female characters. I I would say a really good movie with a message of female empowerment would be like Mad Max Fury Road. That's and it's as a female, I've never seen it. (laughs) <laughs> but as a human one of those ones Charlie Theron and, and the this the whole message and everything behind that and it's well done and the the reason I I I like I like that is because you relate to the character and it has nothing to do with 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 gender or anything it has to do with the fact that she makes mistakes and Ray has never made a fucking mistake she has never been weak in any way she's never lost a battle she's never been tested as a hero first time we see Ray She's fucking floating in the air, and I wasn't impressed in the least. I was just like, this dumb bitch floating in the air. <laughs> and it's like, that was my instinct, because I'm so not impressed with her. Well, you couldn't anything. even be excited. Like, So at one point in this movie, she pulls down, she uses the force to start pulling down a spaceship out of the sky, which I've seen in uh, video games before. And it, it was cool. I thought it was cool, but it you couldn't even be in awe of it because she's never not been powerful. You know, it was so the thing with Luke on his journey, uh, New Hope, he doesn't get he gets in a couple blaster battles, uh, doesn't do anything amazing. And then he all he does is hit the button to launch his missiles at the right moment. That's all he did. He just timed it, used the force. That was the extent of his force ability and how powerful he was at the end of A New Hope. At the end of A Force Awakens, she had done all. Tons of shit that experience only experience, uh, including lo- winning a battle against some uh, an experienced force user, and and an experienced lightsaber. And w- after she picked one up for the very first time, so with Luke, th- and then you go into Empire, you finally get to see him have a lightsaber battle. He gets the shit kicked out of him and loses a fucking hand. And and the guy who was fighting wasn't even trying to kill him. He was just talking to him and toying with him the whole time, right? So you're like, oh man. And then you feel bad for him, and the, you know you get that middle series. In Last Jedi, nothing bad happened to Rey at all. Yeah. Nothing. Not a thing happened. There's no character development there. And then so in this movie, when she's really, really powerful and then they have the whole training montage to show that she's been training with Leia and you're supposed to be like, oh, it's like, no, she's always been powerful. None of this is right. She doesn't really have any training to do. Yeah, she's always because been good. she's always been fine. Um, but you couldn't be excited when she did something new. So when Luke shows up in Jedi and he's wearing all black and he force chokes out the the Gamorrean guards. Some people say Gamorrean guards. Let me know in the comments how you say it. As a kid, I've always said Gam- Gamorrean guards, but some people always said in my fucking face. G- Gamorrean guards, apparently, and I couldn't find anything definitive online about how people pronounce that. Um, but he force chokes them out. Uh, you know, he's he does. He's got the battle on on uh, Jabba's skiff. Like he's cool. Like he he's grown, and you're like, whoa. But when Ray does stuff, you're just like, yeah, that makes sense. 
She's been yeah. Like, she's like she's floating and she's got like rocks and shit floating around her, and you're just like, of course you do. So and then something I realized on the second viewing that helps me articulate a reason I didn't. So I I didn't like that arc for any character. Period. Male, female, young, old. I don't like it when your character, when your lead character is infallible and unchallenged. Like it makes no sense. That's what your villain is supposed to be doing, crushing everything in his path. And he's a he's you know you, you're in terror because he just has all these resources and knows how to use them. That's not a good arc for any hero character. But I realized why I didn't like her in the first two movies. And it comes back to how people treat, you know, there, there's memes out there about, uh, you know, I don't want to date somebody who, who's rude to the waiter. Right. Right. And she's fucking rude to everybody. She's rude to fucking BB-8. Yes. And in this movie, she's, she's rectified. Not. In this movie, she apologizes after she drops a tree on him accidentally. Yeah. She apologizes to a droid. And then in Last Jedi, you have those uh, caretaker aliens on the, the planet that Luke's on. The name of the planet escapes me. But you have those caretakers and she like drops a rock on their cart, destroying their equipment. And she just it's, stares down at them. Yeah. And like, doesn't say a word. And it's just like, you fucking it. And then at one like, point she actually says to Luke, what are these things? Yeah. These things are clearly like these they were are there before her. And they're working. They they're sentient. You know what I mean? They're yeah. not like birds or something. And they were there before Luke. Clearly, like you're on their planet. Yeah. Like you dumb bitch. <laughs> fucking know your role. Right. Like. They, understand like don't be rude to the fucking like don't be rude to the waiter is exactly. basically what it is that, and that's what i finally realized what what it was about her is she she really for a homeless person she was awfully entitled and entitled yes and i just i just hate right and then on this in this movie they made her likable like all of a sudden she's nice to people yeah and she it's like all right well, and she's like this sweet and kind and that that goes a long way with your character but when your character is mistreating people and looking down on people and that's your hero it just made no sense. Yeah, like she's so rude to BB-8, and then she's like, "I have to go sit in this fucking sand in the first movie, to sit in the sand dune and fucking wear my helmet and think about my fucking missing parents." <laughs> right. Like, all right, well, she's like, "Yeah, piss off, robot. I don't need like, a million dollar robot right, well, bogging me down." What could I possibly do with a fucking droid? Right. That has nothing but undying fucking devotion. What could I possibly do with you? Yeah, and then she, again, they, they introduce another droid, uh, Dio, in this one, and she's nice to that guy yeah, and she like fixes it up and just like whatever yeah it's so, so but that that affects how my perception of a character though right and it'd been one thing if and like she should. started that way and then had her downfall kind of like uh that movie you know we've been watching that movie trading places yeah you know you have the dan Aykroyd character who's you know just shitty to people and right uh, thinks he's above everybody but he has his downfall you know what i mean he, he learns he, he grows nice. yes right. he learns that you know he shouldn't look down on people and stuff um so, right, like he's rude to Coleman, and then all of a sudden Coleman is his equal when he makes Coleman's money. Right. If you haven't, uh, sorry, spoilers for Trading Places. <laughs> See, yeah, we're, we're spoiling everything, so watch the fuck out. Uh, all right, let me go back to my other note. I have two different sets of notes here. One dollar. All right, so, yeah, but seeing her, um, you know, do really cool stuff was unimpressive because we already did that. So, um I'm going to I just want to say this right now, too. And that is that I gave this I liked this movie. I just want to say that right <laughs> now, because it sounds like I didn't. But what I'm really bitching about is is J.J. Abrams, the way he started this trilogy, painted himself in a corner. Ryan Johnson made it worse. But the way J.J. Abrams came in and wrote 
wrote Force Awakens as a one-off, basically, did not plan it as a trilogy. And this is why this is why this movie is the way it is, because there was only one direction it could go uh, to be a Star Wars movie, to make fans happy and to uh, finish off uh, most of the storylines and everything. But again, because they had to stick to their their political message, with which they should have never had. They, they should have absolutely had a female character. I don't have a problem with any of the actors in these movies. I don't have a problem with a diverse cast at all. Uh, I don't have a problem with Daisy Ridley, especially, you know, in this movie, she's very pleasant. It's and weird because she's like, I really hated her in those other two movies. And then I also didn't like her in Murder on Orient Express. She basically played the same kind of character. But I don't think it's her. No. I used to think it was her. She's I used acting. to think I used to think Daisy Ridley was a dumb bitch, but I don't think it's her. Yeah, and, think, and guess what? I saw I a trailer think she's for... being directed to be a dumb bitch. It's almost like she's acting. Like it's a almost dumb bitch. like she is an actor. I saw a trailer for a movie called Doolittle while I was at the theater today. Guess who's in that movie? Tony Stark. Robert Downey Jr. is. He is not dead, it turns out. <laughs> He's not dead. He's okay. All right, so anyway, I was given two reasons. One, the reason my list was so accurate is because they chose uh, their, their political message over telling a story. And then the other reason that it was so simple is just paying attention to the story cues. Which is also the reason Booksmart is garbage. Uh, paying attention to the mechanics of what makes a good story as I'm still still writing my novel. I haven't written in my novel in a while, but I still think about it a lot. And uh, just thinking about stories and putting together well-told stories, even if they fit into a certain, you know, uh, uh, I don't know, genre or, or commonly told story, you know, a trope-laden story or whatever. There was only certain ways this movie could go. And that's why my predictions were so dead on is between those two reasons, the, those are just the logical conclusions to draw. We knew there weren't going to be any surprises, uh, what, one of the main reasons would be the killing of Han Solo and the way it was done. Uh, a lot of people thought that when I bitched about Han Solo dying, that I was upset that a character I loved died. Right. Right. Like I was that's, a like that's Tony why Stark. A, that's why you're called the neckbeard on Twitter. Yeah. yeah. But the real reason was how it was done, how it didn't move the story forward, didn't move characters forward. And the, the main reason and is when, as soon as they did that, as soon as they had. So oh, oh, let me backtrack. Return of the Jedi, the whole arc with the original trilogy was a tale of redemption of Darth Vader in the end. He saved Luke, killed the Emperor, but he didn't. You know, they negated all that. We won't get into that. Uh, but he, he, but it's a tale of redemption, right? And that character seems redeemable because we hadn't seen him kill all those younglings yet. Anyway, uh, you couldn't redeem Kylo Ren once he did that. So that immediately made his character problematic as far as a redemption arc. You cannot, re the only way you could redeem him is to have him do something heroic and then immediately die. Because even if he did something heroic, he would still have to hand, have, a trial and then be, you know, have his head cop chopped off because he murdered Han Solo. You know what I mean? Like you, that's, right. <laughs> it doesn't make everything okay. Cause you, you made a sacrifice. You, you committed a crazy crime and yeah, so there's no actual redemption for that character. That's why he had to make a sacrifice and then of course die. And that's, they painted themselves in that corner. If they, if they hadn't made him space Hitler, if they'd had Han Solo die some other way in a heroic way, not have that character kill him just to have a shocking gotcha moment, which is all that was, J.J. Abrams not planning ahead, thinking now he had to come back and deal with it. He's like, oh, fuck, I only have one way I can go with this guy now. And so that's why that's exactly what they did. And that's boring and stupid. And they, that's that was my gripe about Han Solo dying. It wasn't that he he died. It was how he did it. And that leads me to a scene in Rise of Skywalker where they try to beg forgiveness or make it right. And that is when shockingly. Now, this is a, a surprise for me. Did not see this coming. Harrison Ford shows up as Han Solo which 
as we're as you need to point out, is in Ben Solo's mind. Yes, Kylo Ren's mind. He has a schizophrenic conversation with Han Solo, and it's not a Force ghost. It's literally him saying, "You're a memory," and he's like, "You're right, I'm a memory." And he's he forgives himself for murdering his dad. And I just want to say to you, Maggie, that if I haven't done anything wrong and one of our children murders me, I do not forgive them. <laughs> All right. It's one thing if I if I go like full Jack Torrance or something, I get it. <laughs> but like if they just murder me just to impress, you know, some weird, ugly guy, then I'm not OK with that. There has to be a better, a greater reason for it. Some weird, ugly clone. Yeah. And oh, my God, like so many things that, that they did were just laughable. Snoke wasn't even like. They had to do Same. that because of Johnson's mistakes then, because they just he just took a character that they probably had an art plan for and then brought the emperor back because they killed Johnson they just like, killed off the dude. Villain. And again, because they had no fucking roadmap for this trilogy, he was allowed to do it. They couldn't they didn't they weren't they weren't like, oh, yeah, don't don't do that. And again, J.J. Abrams wasn't involved anymore. So he's like, oh, yeah, whatever. And then they, you know, they dropped the money bags on him after Last Jedi tank in, in their eyes. I mean, any movie would love to make that much money. But for a Star Wars movie, well, this didn't is do tanking. well. Apparently opening is is like the lowest opening of this this trilogy and it's like whoo yeah but yeah so they try to forgive kylo ren they try to have Harry, uh, han solo forgive kylo ren, kylo ren except they can't because he's dead he's the only guy that fell down a hole in star wars and didn't survive darth maul came back the emperor came back uh who else fell down a hole and yeah survived? those are sith so uh kylo ren came back that's a sith he's not eh. oh, that's a jedi but still, why, why These not? These are people with powers. That doesn't explain why you can fall, how you can get chopped in half, fall down a hole, and then be just... You okay. could literally be like, force power my way to wherever. <laughs> it certainly helps. Yeah. But Han Solo's the only one. They Han Solo's did. like, I'm a human. Go. <laughs> I got nothing. Right. They, they could have had him like, uh, grab something or whatever. Someone passed me a blaster. But like, it wouldn't matter. It would, have all, it would all been retcon at that point anyway, and that would have also pissed me off. Like this bringing back and bringing back retcon. people pisses me off this in general. This movie is retcon. It is retcon the movie. It is. It is so sorry. The movie <laughs> it's, it's like, like Star Wars. The apology. Right. It is literally Star Wars. And then retcon. And then they have the moment where chapter nine. Ray goes to whatever that planet is where Luke was. And then she tosses the lightsaber. And she goes to toss in the fire. And then Luke force ghost planet catches poured. it and He's says like, a Jedi's weapon should be treated with more respect. And that took me out of the movie. And people like laughed or, you know, thought that was funny because it was clearly a reference to The Last Jedi when he tosses it over his shoulder. But it, for me, it took me out of the movie because it was like, you're the motherfucker who did that, Luke. How dare you say that? You know what I mean? If I'm in the fiction of the movie, you can't just decide that all of a sudden Jedi, you know, it just so that that brought me to another point, which is this movie was a lot like Deadpool. It broke the fourth wall constantly, not in a direct way, but it may it almost had people turning to the camera and talking to the audience at points. Again, the Harrison Ford or Han Solo, I should say, apologizing or telling Ben it's OK that he murdered him. And then that moment but was it's Luke. Not. It's no, not it's not. It's not OK because you're schizophrenic. It's not. You fucked up. And that's why you had to die. Uh, but well, then, yeah, the lightsaber moment, though, well, we all knew Ben Solo wasn't OK, because every time you see him, he's literally talking to walls like the guy <laughs> like they do it again in this one. The dude is just talking to walls, which is yeah. a schizophrenic behavior. Yeah. Like they show it again where he like turns. And they, oh, now, granted, he's he's seeing Ray on the other side of the wall, which is yeah. its own problematic behavior. <laughs> 
But they're like, actually communicating using the force. I'll buy into that. Okay. Fine. It's okay. fine. But like they cut to him and he's like just staring at a wall. Yeah, it's at the end of a hallway and he's at the he's staring at a wall. It's yeah. like, okay, motherfucker. <laughs> like, time to go, pal. Uh uh, what was yeah, I gonna say so next? All the healing, the fucking Okay, let's talk about how convenient it was. Oh, you want to talk about the convenient go, coincidences? Let's go. Let's let me talk for 10 seconds. Sorry. Bro. You know, I'm passionate about this. You stuff. have been screaming at me for 20 minutes. <laughs> look, look at that. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. You've been screaming at me right, for 20 turn. minutes. Your let turn. me talk. I'll try to be quiet. So they go to this festival where this bitch has. They go to, to Burning give, Man. Yeah, they go to Burning Man. Or the fire festival. I don't know what it was. No, it was definitely more like Burning Man. So they go to Burning Man and Lando shows up, says the line, says the thing. I have a bad thing. feeling about this. He says the thing. And then he's immediately like, well, get the fuck out of here. I only wanted you in here so I could say the thing. And then he pushes him right back out of the out of his little transporter. Yeah. He doesn't actually there's no reason other than for him to say the line. Right. That's the whole reason he comes in there. It's like, hey, guys, remember this guy? Sorry, we killed everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> we killed all other people. So we, we got we, this guy. The only person we left alive is actually dead in real life. Right. So so <laughs> we, we could only have her stand in the one position. Right. <laughs> like, so sorry Oof. about that. And then uh, so then they pull him in. He says the line. They push him right back out and then they go running. They have a chasing and they happen to fall into quicksand that throws them into a tunnel where the exact tool they need is yes that really started a series of really fortunate events right seriously it was just like coincidence 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 or convenience whatever convenient coincidence however it was but it was like bam 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 there's like three in a row they're in like, their little side quest and then bb8's like might this entice you as he points <laughs> out this fucking tool he's like right he blows on the tool what? She's like, well, I noticed the tool BB-8 yeah. because I'm ever so subtly still a bitch. <laughs> so, so she grabs the tool and then she heals the snake, you know, foreshadowing. Right. They had to show that for, le for later. Right. Which is fine because they had just introduced it earlier that day or the day before. Right. With, on the Mandalorian. Uh, with Mandalorian. They the healing abilities of the force. When you when Baby Yoda tried to eat Carl Weathers, and I'm, I'm on board with it. I'm like, you know what? You can have new Force powers. I'm not hating on that. New things are good. That's fine. That's <laughs> new fine. things are good. Like whatever. And Baby Yoda had been trying to heal people since Mandalore, like Mando right. got hurt. In yeah, and like one. the first, yeah, like second episode. Or second episode, yeah. So anyway, moving on. Then that happens, right? And then like. The snake moves and that happens to be the entrance to the tunnel. Yeah. That's where the snake was. Yeah. It was blocking the entrance. <laughs> Ain't that some shit? It, it was really poor like, writing. This is, that's lazy ass writing. You, should, you shouldn't have so that many lazy. coincidences. But then, wait, it gets better. So C-3PO, he can read it. Yes. But he can't say it. He's not allowed to say it. It's in his programming. He can't translate Sith the Sith because language. Because that's the easiest way to extend plot is simply yes. to say it's in the programming. That's the right. handy part about droids. Nothing I, nothing I can do. None you can do. So on to next next side quest. So now we've extended even longer. We can do another cute thing because that wheelie droid is not going to. The new droid that Dio. they introduced. Yeah, Dio's not going to. He's not going to do it when it comes to merchandising. So we have to have 
Babu Bot, the guy from Babu Frick. <laughs> Babu Bot, the guy from Seinfeld. <laughs> no, Babu Frick. <laughs> he comes in. He's super cute. He's so adorable. Yeah, I, I like Babu so, Frick. So, so cute. So he he hot wires 3PO. They get their information. And then 3PO loses his memory, like they said. But of course, he just gets his memory back later. So many little things that they never committed to anything. Like They when, didn't commit to a goddamn thing. But then what's super cute is the one line that I like. I think the best line in the whole movie this one, C-3PO is like, ah, Babu Frick, he's my oldest friend. Because <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. the first person who introduced himself right, right. when his memory came back. Yeah. I was like, that's the best that line was, in I really movie. liked 3PO in this movie a lot. Yeah. I, he was quite enjoyable, very funny, like, and just very 3PO. Really, really liked his character. So another thing that was I had a strange reaction to in the theater was uh, when Ray is trying to pull that, that ship out of the air because Chewbacca has been taken prisoner, she... <laughs> she loses I, I too had we a both laughed reaction. and it was like a joker moment because we were the I only too. ones laughing in the theater and then i said something yeah i said ray you dumb bitch <laughs> but oh, I, was, wow. I was like so yeah so she she uh loses control or whatever shoots uh force lightning out of her hands and blows up the transport that chewy is not on uh, it because, turns out again, two minutes, literally two minutes nothing, later, it's fine. Nobody commits. Yeah. Nobody that, commits to a goddamn thing. No, the, so, I thought that would have been it. But I, the reason I laughed is because I was just like, at this point in the movie, I wasn't <laughs> invested. I was just kind of sitting. I had like my arms crossed kind of attitude, like and rolling my eyes all the time. Like, yeah, I knew they were going to do that. Of course they would do that. Why wouldn't they do that? And then that one was just like, of course, they just have Ray kill Chewbacca. Why not? They don't have any respect for any of the original characters. Makes perfect sense. But of course they didn't commit to that because that would have required character development and Ray doesn't make mistakes. So they were sticking to that. And like literally within two minutes, you find out he's alive. She finds out he's alive. It's all very, there's no Everybody's. character growth. Like she doesn't have like that moment where she's like, oh my God, I, I killed Chewbacca. And has like some sort of growth moment. Yeah. Nope. It, it never happens for I her. That's just fucking control poor. my my powers that's poor writing so yeah i actually and then i i sat back and thought about the fact that i shouldn't be laughing when a character i love dies but when it's written this poorly i i don't have a choice uh, it was like that was the only reaction i could have at the time was just yeah. of course of so course. sean and i started laughing like fucking crazy people <laughs> chewbacca's we're death. like the only two people and his like suspected or like implied death right because it's right. but you're and you don't, you don't see it so i mean they're all immediately in the back of your mind you don't think he's dead anyway and of course literally they reassure but you then, almost like, immediately they like everybody starts mourning and they act like he's dead and you're supposed to think he's dead and then like i said two minutes later they're like oh i feel him oh there he is yeah i know like, I feel they him. Literally, he's, on, he's on that ship yeah it's literally fine but there's a few minutes where you think you might be dead but immediately i'm like Fucking Ray, you ignorant slut. I'm like, <laughs> God damn it. That leads me to another thing. And this wasn't my observation. I, this was a, a tweet I saw that I sent you. Another coincidence they, they, of, of that string of coincidences. This one was actually pretty big and I didn't even notice it. But they find a ship. Well, they, they oh, yeah. where they are, they're in that and ship. And they happen to be standing in And exactly it's the ship spot. that Ray's parents were in. And they ended up, you know, uh, the guy who killed them. It was his ship. It's been sitting there for like 30 years. Mm -hmm. And they, this tweet pointed out how uh, the Mandalorian parked his ship in a low valley and within a day it was stripped for parts. Very believable, right? Right. This ship has been there for 30 years 
It is in perfect condition. It is up on high on a rock. Like you could see this thing for miles and it's fueled and ready to go. <laughs> Yet another it is, convenience. It is not. It is in. Nobody. Everybody was just like, I don't know who ship that is, but I hope they come back for it. Like not a right. single person went in there and took things from it. No, nothing was missing. <laughs> they were like, let's go in and find out what shape it's in. Yeah. It's like it Start needs, fires right up. It needs fucking dusting. That's what yeah. shape it's There's in. There's some cobwebs. And a droid that that uh, needed turn his on switch hit or something. No, he needed some WD forty. Remember, he's, we do that's what Ray did later. But Ray BBA is the one who activated like, him though. And he was like, "Thank you." Yeah, because <laughs> he was really. Yeah, but sweet. that was that, that was the moment actually when I watched it the second time when I saw her greasing up that droid. I'm like, that that is there to make her sympathetic. Yeah, showing that she's being nice to other things, things that are that, typically that beneath you. She didn't you. used to be nice no. to. She used to be like. Come here, you dumb bitch, to BB-8. Yeah, or like, get the fuck away from me. Yeah. Got nothing to say to you. Oh, uh, God, she was so awful. So again, it sounds like I didn't like this movie, but because I saw all this yeah, coming. Yeah, the movie's fine. The movie's not they, bad. they did exactly the only thing they had left to do that because of where the story had to go at this point. They did exactly what they had to do, and they actually pulled it out. And the, So now I'm going to tell you about some stuff I actually really enjoyed. And that was, we got to see some legit lightsaber battles. So... Uh, they leveled Kylo Ren up off screen, apparently. So they realized that after two movies of him failing at every single thing he does, and then he had one moment of failure in this movie where he decides to fly his TIE, fight, TIE Interceptor, his special ship at, at Rey at full speed while she's standing on the ground, and she managed to decimate it with him inside. <laughs> it was like, that was a Kylo Ren I know. Yeah. <laughs> he does. He forgets he has guns on his ship and then flies straight at her. her. Yeah, he just tried and to run her just... over. And she just took off, you know, one of the wings with yeah, her and then lightsaber. Just lost control after that. But then, uh, but he leveled up his lightsaber and force abilities. He is actually a competent combatant for for Ray now. So they had really cool lightsaber fight in, on that in that water area, whatever that planet was that they ended up on. I feel like uh, Adam Driver's eyeballs are moving up further onto his head. <laughs> I like Adam Driver a lot. That's good. I really, I like, I've liked him. Yeah, he's, I like that dude. I think he's a good actor. He seems like a good person. He was hilarious on Saturday Night Live. I have, again, I have no issue with any of the actors or casting choices for these movies. It's oh all God. writing talk, and direction. Before we go to Kylo Ren, can we talk about how they minimize Rose's role where she's just she like. She got Jar Jar'd yeah. big time. They, <laughs> they gave her the Jar Jar treatment. She was like, I would love to go adventuring, but I have to read books. I got to study so I learn how to take out these ships is what she had study. to do. So she got the Jar Jar treatment and deservedly <laughs> so. And I just want to clarify not the the actress you might know got seriously bullied and abused online because of her terrible character in Last Jedi, and that is wrong. I do not agree with that. I would have played Rose if they had asked me to. <laughs> right. Like, I, oh, yeah, Same. whatever. I've played a fucking wrench in Star Wars. I don't fucking care. You know, I would have played Dio. Yeah, I, whatever like, you got. Like, uh, yeah, like, weird thank you, slug thank creature you. named Claude or whatever they introduced in this one. But so that was terrible. However, her character sucked and was pointless and was yeah. again it was it was written with a political agenda and nothing to do with like, actually advancing the Star you, Wars Johnson, story. You really fucked up that character. Yeah, but it was yeah, a, it, that's all it was. So they they based you know they. And they didn't want to just write her out because, again, that, that would be letting the bullies win by just being like, well, we don't need her. We don't really. But they so they they put her on the payroll to be like, hey, we still have Rose. Fuck you. Well, it's funny, though, because then remember, like Rose and Finn were like a thing. Right. Like, they were like a couple. Yeah. That and was, then Rose is all like, come on, Finn. And Finn's like, no, we're good. We're good here. Yeah. You just like Finn was just like, I don't like Rose anymore. So the planet. 
that you didn't like Exegol because of all the strobe effects. It I thought that was affects such my brain. I really liked that place though. So cool. It was like, man, that that whole place felt really fucking cool and just so really cool. Explain this to me. Yes. Who are all those people in the stands at right? like the Coliseum? They're just hanging out. I don't know. They're Sith something. Sith wannabes, Sith noobs. I don't fucking know. None of the Emperor stuff made any sense. That really pissed me off. They should they ruined Jedi. They didn't ruin Jedi. I can still watch Jedi, but by taking that victory away, and then then it makes no sense. Like if the Emperor was still alive, all he had to do is pop up and be like, hey, Empire's still a thing. We just don't have a Death Star. Get back to work, motherfuckers. You wouldn't just abandon your power for 30 years. Well, he was all like on like life support or whatever. Which makes no sense because if, if he has access to all the cloning and stuff. I don't understand. No, no, again, it was just poor writing. They didn't. It, it was it's one of those things they killed. I think it's because they killed off Snoke. Like, I guess we'll pull off the bring back the Emperor too, Lando and the Emperor. It was just bad. It was all it was, it was, it was bad decisions. But again, I saw it coming and I, I like the planet. So. I uh, like I couldn't believe that they were like they literally Lando literally was like, come on, get in my get my transport. And yeah. he was like, I have a bad feeling about this. Get on my transport. <laughs> it was like, why did you call me in here? <laughs> right. He just gave him a little cameo. But and he shows up again later. Yeah, he bit. does. He's got a few. He lines does later. just so he can fucking like make some underage well, like about that, but... <laughs> rape comments or whatever. The well, no, I read doing. about that. So he make it, it looks like he's hitting on this chick that's 55 years younger than him. But it turns out that. uh he in the they don't explain this of course you would never know this unless you looked it up and that is that he had a the the empire took his daughter uh and yeah it, and made her a stormtrooper you know one of those people one of those like finn oh he's trying to find out if that's his daughter yeah no clue though it just sounds okay, like billy d williams being like you want some cold 45 come back to my place <laughs> like that's sounds, what it sounded like yeah it sounds like he's trying <laughs> to fuck that kid right no, but yeah, but yeah, if you read the, if you do the outside work, leg work, that's actually what it was. But yeah, they didn't explain it. Everybody else just took it as Billy D. Williams being Billy D. Williams, you know, that's Lando, disgusting. you old, you old scoundrel or whatever. Trying to bang your daughter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, he, that's not what he was doing, but very valid response. Same response I had because I started laughing as I just leaned I over and like, was like, you go 45. Uh, room a day. Something I did not like. Is they never ever fucking and fig they never told us how they found Luke's blue uh, lightsaber. Yeah. Why again? Also, I didn't know Force ghosts could lift like ships from underwater. Well, they showed in Last Jedi Yoda made that burn down the Jedi Temple or something. He made lightning come and hit it. So that was the first time we've seen Force ghosts interact. Oh yeah, interact. we did see we did see that. Yeah. So they added that, and it's like okay, that's weird. They're a lot more corporeal than i thought i didn't know they could touch things yeah, but i didn't like that i remember i i really hated last jedi so i only saw it the one time yeah and then i was like i'm never seeing this again <laughs> and every time you've turned it on i've left the room and i've turned it off i've seen it twice i've seen it three times now i saw it twice in the theater and i started it about eight other times i finally got through i had to get through the last one to see this movie i wanted to watch it again have it fresh in my mind and uh it's fucking garbage I'm like I said, my my anger resides with Force Awakens because of the again, the fact that they they never resolved that story of how they found Luke's lightsaber floating out in space. Uh, it, no explanation for that is again they never planned it. They they didn't plan this as a trilogy. It was disrespectful. It was bad. It was bad writing. It was bad planning. And Thanks, I, I, Kathleen Kennedy. I I 
I can't, I don't, I don't want to be in this position, but I, I'm happy if this movie doesn't do well, because it's a better chance of getting her out of there and getting someone in there like a Kevin Feige or someone who gets the property. I can't who imagine. Really gets it. I can't imagine what more Kevin Feige could do. I'm not saying him. I'm just I'm saying like that poor dude has to have be no. so busy. <laughs> I feel like John Favreau has a chance from an article I read from November and what he's done with the Mandalorian oh, directing he and writing that if that's the job he wants. Right. I, I think he's a highly likely possibility. Yeah. But I don't know who they, but get someone in there who loves this material and isn't, doesn't just have a political agenda, but someone who loves the material can give the fans what they want, which is what we actually want is to be surprised though. We want that feeling that, that, that when we were surprised, like in, when we saw baby Yoda, right. Or an empire and stuff like we want to be surprised. We want to see new stuff. We don't want to see a retread of the last trilogy. Right. And well, I mean, there's only so many directions you can take in a your hero's journey, but right. You can still make it. You can create new villains. This right. You literally exactly. are create you. Yeah. The villain in this was the same villain. 30 years from, ago that was dead. <laughs> you literally brought it back to life because you couldn't think of a better villain. Right. Because again, poor planning. Uh, dude, what? Also, uh, what, I'm confused. What's Darth Maul doing? He's the head of some crime organization, I guess. I don't know if he, is he still alive at this point? I don't know. If, we don't know if he's still alive because Solo was before. Right. It was Hope. young. It was young. Yeah. And he was relatively young because that was still years and years after Phantom Menace. So he's probably dead by now, but I don't know how long, uh, uh, Darth Maul people live. Zabrax. There's a brack. Dathomirian Zabrax. Let's get it right, Maggie. <laughs> anyway. All right, we're done. <laughs> He's a Zabrax. We don't know how Z long Zabrax live. Uh, yeah, I mean, Baby Yoda's 50. Right. So who knows? He's... He might he might be alive and well, or he might be dead. I, I don't know that information. I'm sure it's out there, though. I'm sure there's a, a life expectancy for those people. Uh, what, what else was I going to say? I don't know. Do I? You've so been screaming for 40 minutes. You almost stopped. Wow, I thought this was going to be a short episode. <laughs> so you tell me. <laughs> so you're like, it might be short. Be... Maybe 20 minutes. You're like, this will be. <laughs> I don't have a lot to say. You're like, I don't have a lot to say. Just I always everything. have a lot to say about Star Wars. Uh, it's fun. I love Star Wars, though. I do. I, I like, I did enjoy this movie. I literally give it a middle of the road. I give it a C. I give it a five out of 10, whatever that's, you want to yeah, call it. I would call it like a five. And what's much higher? Like, Force Awakens got a one. Uh, Last Jedi got a 1.5 because it actually did stuff a little different. Uh, not necessarily stuff people liked, but it, it, it did. It made terrible choices as well. But I, again, I blame Force Awakens. Uh, I do have a Porg figure. So, I mean. Yeah, you got a little Porg stuffed animal over there. I'm part uh, of the problem. Here's what I think they could have done uh, after Force Awakens is to go in an interesting direction. Because I guess Star Wars fans are like, it's like divided on this movie. It's like 50-50 from what Mark was telling me. You got people saying that Reddit wrote this movie. And I was like, and all I can sit back and say is, hey, man, I've been saying for years, you can only make certain choices with what they did in Force Awakens. They made mistakes. I don't feel like Reddit wrote this movie. I feel like Logic wrote this movie. Well, yeah, I mean, it's just that's what it is. It's just this is what you have to do because of the, the choices you made early on. They made People mistakes early on. Attention wrote this this movie. is your end result. I, I do. I feel so vindicated about all my complaints. And people were like, shut the fuck up. Force Awakens was good. You're just a whiny fanboy. That 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 outlook that like force awakens was good outlook yeah that's the problem exactly people for yeah and that those yeah. are people who weren't paying attention right it's like did you watch the same movie i did do you not understand storytelling because people who are saying that don't get the right to complain about, about this, movie. this movie right because or they the hated, middle movie 
Well, everybody hated Last Jedi. That's pretty collective. Okay, but you don't get the right to complain about either of those movies. Yeah. If you liked the first, the one. first one, right? Like you can't, you can't like that and then complain about these two. But what they could have, what they could have done that would have been interesting is because Ray was so powerful, powerful in the first one. But again, that it would have also involved you would have had to have Ren not kill Han Solo. Uh, but basically, they could have twisted it and made made it be about Ray's rise to power, and then how Ren. Uh, he could have it's still like, been the Solo's kid and he could have still been evil. He just couldn't commit that particular act of killing one of the four main. You can't kill yeah. Chewie, Luke, Han or Leia and expect the audience to forgive you. Right. Uh, have him, you know, do some other nefarious, terrible things. You can literally like, have him destroy a planet and get right. And redeemed, get but not any of those four characters. And then have him become like that would have been a twist. That would have been different. But they didn't do anything different. Or like I really would have liked it. And I said this before when we talked about the movies, if I think it was last Jedi, if she would have just taken his hand, I think yeah, that, would that would have been an so interesting choice. Good. Yeah. Like that would have changed everything. Would have made it, it change the whole. And then it would have been like, how is, but see, the problem is we would have had a, we would have had to have Carrie Fisher not die because then it would have been about Leia. Right. And her Jedi journey and becoming, you know what I or mean? Or at least finding something. Because I, I never wanted the original characters to be the heroes of this trilogy. No, They're but you would have had to train somebody. Right. To, have some, to then overthrow yeah. them. And it could have been, they could have brought in that old stuff that used to be canon that isn't, that Han and Leia had twins, Jane and, and Jason, Jaina and Jason. And, you know, it could have been, they could have brought that, that element in. Yeah, there's just a lot of things that could have gone differently. That would have made it interesting and exciting. Instead, <laughs> you get a very middle-of-the-road movie with some really cool i mean the 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 tie fight the battle scenes were really really cool um there were both oh the other thing that i just thought was funny is that they really tried hard to ape the events of endgame i almost just said that at the exact same time you did <laughs> i was sitting here picturing i was picturing ray yeah when she like falls over dead and doing her like i am i am i am all the jedi i am iron man right like yeah yeah and before and then, that, when all the ships show up, it was supposed to be like the portal moment. Yeah, on your left. And immediately I was just like, wow, they're except they did not get the reaction because they didn't earn it because they didn't build these characters because up. Nobody until this fucking movie. cares. No, they didn't. They didn't earn it. But people cheered every time I saw Endgame in the theater at four or five different points. Hardcore cheered. And sorry, this movie just didn't earn it. They didn't. They, they spent this movie also trying to establish character. They decided to give Poe a personality all of a sudden, other than hotshot pilot man. Yeah. Like, oh, let's give him a background. I don't know. Uh, we'll make him a smuggler. That's a good. That's original. That's, that's <laughs> totally new. It's like, like, okay, you were a spice whatever. Runner, and then everyone acted surprised. Right. That's my favorite part. Right. Everybody's like, like, what? You? You? Yeah. You? You, Poe. It's like, what else could he have possibly been? And Finn was bland as fuck still. He didn't try to run away this movie. The last two movies, he spent the whole time trying to run in fear. He yeah. did not do that this time. He grew his hair out a little bit. Yeah. And then he uh, he found out there were more more Stormtrooper deserters. But then he still, like they said on, on the YouTube video we watched. Oh, the pitch meeting. Yeah. He still killed He still took a lot of glee in killing Stormtroopers. With no woo! problem. A lot yeah. of woo! <laughs> I'm killing people. Uh, and then he chased, he chased what's her face around Ray around trying to tell her how much he loved her. We don't know. That's what he was going to say. What do you think he was going to say? I, I figured from the, his behavior and the look on his face, he was just going to be like, Ray, I think about you when I masturbate. Like, yeah. I think that's where he was going with that. 
Because yeah. there was no way of knowing because they never finished that. So I can only figure that's what he was going to say to her because that's what every woman wants to hear. <laughs> you can't stare at me. This is radio. You have to have an, an uh, audible response. <laughs> yeah, it's a no for me, dog. <laughs> that was funny. People are laughing right now. Listener is laughing right now. So, yeah, this movie is, this movie is going to be a, a five. It is. It is a solid middle of the road. Way better than the last two. It's but It's by it a, far the best out of these three sequel movies. Yeah. And it's just, I'm so glad it's over. That's another reason. I'm just, I'm relieved that it's over. Oh my God. And Friday is the last Mandalorian of the season. Ooh, yeah. That's going to be find good. find out what's going on with Baby Yoda. I'm very excited. I'm more excited for Mandalorian than I was for this movie. I can't believe the internet hasn't burned down with Baby Yoda getting picked yeah. up off the ground. By yeah. a stormtrooper. That was an Empire Strikes Back ending, and I loved That's, it. That makes me nervous. Like that was the best possible way for everything to go to shit. You guys, I was like pacing. She was. The she house. was a wreck. So I watched it early that morning. I came home at lunchtime, put it on, but I had to leave right before it got to that part. I had to get back to work because it was a little bit longer episode than usual. And I was I like, was "Please pacing. call me. Please call me." And I knew she wasn't going to react well to what happened in Mandalorian so episode seven. And, and then the kids came home, and I was trying to be cool because it was. It was um, end of course exams. And I was trying to be cool. And Logan was like, I need to watch it. Someone at school said it was crazy and I have to go to work. And I was like, it is crazy. You I love that the it. kids. I don't know if I did I say this last week. I don't think I did. But no, I didn't. But that, I, my kids finally get Star Wars. I yeah. said this. You probably see me post on the Facebook or whatever if you follow me anywhere. But if you don't, my, our children who are 16 and 17 now. They never had that love of Star Wars, which is kind of under, even though they grew up in the household and they saw the movies, they didn't grow up in the era where they were super popular like I, I did. And also they saw the prequels as well as the, so they never really understood why men of a certain age are so passionate about this particular right, franchise. Right, they grew up with like pod racing. Yeah, and the, you know, they got to watch Empire and Jedi back to back. They never had those years in between of wondering what's going to happen. Yeah, where but the fact like, oh, well, let me take care of you, Annie. And then the next movie, she's like, give it to me, Annie. <laughs> Do like, it. Like, that's not, that's not, that's not. <laughs> that's not a, okay. No. But they, Fucking so they never, they've, they've enjoyed Star Wars, but they've never been into it. And with Mandalorian, they came home and normally we watch it all together. I always watch it first and everybody's okay with that because they know um this, the star Wars and I'm going to wake up and watch the first thing. But we, we, when I watch it on my second or third viewing, I watch it with the family and they came home. I was back at work and they were, Mason was like, don't tell dad. Don't tell father. We watch this he calls me father, which I love. Yeah. Um, he, but he was like, he was like, we just won't tell father. But, and Maggie it. was texting me and I was like, I good. I'm the fact that they are so excited they, they want to have a clandestine viewing of this behind my back. Makes me happy that they're yeah. so Logan was like, I have to work. I need to see this. And I was like, they need to watch it. I, yeah. if I'm not, that's fine. I, I was so like, I was like so then, bursting. So then we watched it. I was it. so happy. So we watched it and like it was it was intense because, you know, like when when all the death troopers and everything like they're yeah. there, they're like, this isn't good. Oh, no. <laughs> oh no and then mason got so nervous he was like he suddenly remembered all these memes he wanted to send us and he left the room to go get his phone i was like no you sit down <laughs> you go through this the same as i did i was like you sit here and process your anxiety the same as we ha i had to <laughs> I, like, I loved it and that ending blew me away and i was also like holy shit 
And if they do bring in Boba Fett for the last episode, it would actually be amazing. I was not on board with the idea of them bringing in Boba Fett initially, but with this kind of setup, it could be well, something else. Yeah, especially since, I mean, you said this. It would, like, if they brought him in and then they made that second season. Yeah. Like right, set him up and give him an actual arc. Not just That was my right. concern, is they were going to have him for an episode. It was going to be a, a bounty hunter versus bounty hunter thing, and he wasn't really going to get, like, I feel like that character really needs... You know, I really want to see that character get his due, so to speak. And so if they're actually setting up a, an arc with him, maybe teaming up or hopefully it's more than one episode. If he does show up, I, I hope it's more than an episode. That's or all I'm saying. it could be like he's in there for a while and then eventually they fade out. Like Pedro right. Pascal. I don't want him necessarily to be in every episode. Or he could fade out Pedro Pascal. I guess. But Boba Fett's old now. Um, well, actually, no. That's not How true. old the Mandalorians live? Well, he's not true Mandalorian. Um He's a, oh, yeah, he's, he's a clone. He's the clone. Um, but he he's actually it's only five years after Jedi, so he's probably not that old. So never mind. I was thinking he was old. But Mandalorian is only five years after Jedi, so he's probably like 40s, 50s. I'm guessing yeah, he's fine. A, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I was I was also nervous about them kind of jumping the shark and fucking Carl Weathers. I was like... I one of the reasons that I think Mandalorian as well as Rogue One are so well loved and enjoyed is because they had all new characters. They didn't feel the need to do the throwbacks and the all that stuff they had all new characters and they're doing great with them there is mandalorian i'm fully in. i'm never like i wish so-and-so was here you know it's like no i'm i'm all in on the characters they're introducing and just mando himself i don't need boba fett in this series i really like mando yeah like i like him a lot and i, I love cara dune i do too i love ig11 like why well, and then we don't know what's going on with ig11 um <laughs> he's like tea <laughs> hop in your face and they fucking killed the ugnot quill so quail did we don't know who killed the ugnot oh <gasps> yeah why did you say that because I, I somebody was saying that to me and i think it was why Mark. did you say that <laughs> yeah we don't know who killed quill <laughs> yeah <laughs> why did you say yeah that's good yeah that's good i up, will but... kill you <laughs> This is good writing, though. I don't what know what's going to happen. What if he what if it was a setup? Like, what if he was yeah. like, all right. Like, I what mean, if, I do. That's the thing. This because is baby Yoda is 50. I mean, he's not he's yeah. not stupid. Yeah. Like he, you know, as soon as he heard them say he was going back to that place, he started taking over piloting the ship. Right. Wait, <gasps> I'm not saying baby Yoda killed him. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. No, no. I was saying IG-11 might have killed him. No, that's yeah. That's something I hadn't considered until i was discussing Why? it i don't think so. he's programmed to go after that baby still we don't you know remember they kept no, alluding but he's a to protector. that i it, that that's honestly my theory i think that's why they showed that little montage of him yeah, bonding with wheel but it's pop i don't think yoda did it no not at all i don't think i think baby yoda could have done it no, oh, no that no, was no, what no. that was like he's my on the ground <laughs> like yeah he, he fell down one but right. well, he falls asleep every time he uses his force power <laughs> but he wouldn't have done that he he understood he was going there to be protected he falls asleep every damn time. He, he just didn't want to go back power. to that planet. So, no, I, I am not saying that at all. I'm sorry oh, if I miss, if I made myself. You made me super concerned. I was like, no, 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 no. But what I meant was, we don't know if it was the, I think it was the troopers, but it is possible it was IG-11. No, I don't think it was IG-11. But yeah, but again, though, solid writing like this, I don't know what they're going to do. Well, I don't think it was IG-11. I'm, I'm, I'm on board for this fucking roller coaster ride. Well, what I really don't understand is why, like the background for this episode. Yeah. Had IG-11, like, with the two of them, yeah. Cara Dune and Mando, as, like, a team. 
it was like a th- oh yeah well that's just that's just promo material they do that to be misleading intentionally that really I'm, pissed me off but again he could very well be on the team because he bonded with quill yeah but quill's dead if quill is actually dead which we assume he is IG-11 is going to be all in on, you know what I mean? <laughs> like if they, he's programmed to go all in. I, I. But no, but he, he, Quill talked about his AI and how it learned. And that's why they showed him learning. And I'm very concerned about all of this. <laughs> isn't that great? Can't wait till Friday. Holy shit. I love all this Star Wars stuff. All right. So yeah, this, this movie though, Rise of Skywalker. I have a, re- I have two reviews on Rawhead Reviews, plus all this bullshit you may or may not have listened to just now. Uh, but basically, this is, yeah, I would give this like a 5 out of 10, or Rawhead Reviews would be a non-heinous. We have a three-point system, bogus, non-heinous, or excellent. This would be a non-heinous movie for me. It is, it is just, it's okay. I There's parts I truly, truly enjoyed. It's definitely the best out of the three new ones. Easily. And, and I can't say they concluded it in a way that was, like, that made me feel that it, it, it was satisfactory in a way. Oh, yeah, and Hux is the spy. <laughs> and they had to kill him because he's just the fucking worst. Yeah, because they made him terrible in the other movie. Yeah, they just they made so many mistakes. They almost had no choice. But uh, so many of the things they did were just predetermined by their poor choices before. Which makes me sad, but again, makes me feel vindicated that I was like, I told you, motherfuckers, Force Awakens created a whole problem for this trilogy. That they're to, And this is the best they could do to dig themselves out. Oh, let me, I gotta talk about one more thing, which is the fact that Rey dies, right? Yeah. So... Everybody's always everybody's making fun of the fact that she kills the emperor by using two lightsabers that she used one. It didn't work. So she used two. And then he proceeded to electrocute himself to death for like the third time. Uh, yeah. He's always electrocuting himself. He forgets to shut off his force lightning. But the two light. But I don't even care about that. That's not even that's a funny meme or joke. The fact that, it. oh, well, let's use two lightsabers to kill him. What's funny to me is that she then dies from exerting her from walking forward, holding two lightsabers, I guess. Um, but I guess she's using the force in some way, maybe. Yeah, to walk forward. To contain the lightning to the lightsabers. So then Kylo Ren climbs out. Or I'm sorry, he's probably Ben Solo at this point. Ben Solo climbs out, uses this new ability to heal her. And then she comes back. So she's been laying there for like, I don't know, at least two minutes on screen, probably longer in the time of the movie, just laying there as a body. So as soon as he heals her, he he immediately force ghosts the fuck out of there. <laughs> she didn't, she didn't force ghost no. all that time. No, but the second he held her for a while too. I just remember yeah. that. Yeah. He like, not only was she laying there, he then picked well, up her body, because, held well, her. Remember when she falls, Finn is standing there and watches her go down. Oh, he is. Yeah. Oh no, I'm not talking about on the ship. I'm talking about the emperor. You're thinking of, you're thinking when he fought, you're thinking about when Ray first healed Kylo Ren. I'm talking about the very end of the movie. Finn is not there. Finn is on a on one of those Super Star Destroyers somewhere. Yeah, you're getting a little confused is all. Yeah, Finn watched her go down, but then that's when Leia distracts him, and then she stabs Kylo Ren, but then she heals him. At the very end of the movie, she dies. Yeah. Be- and then Kylo Ren climbs out of the pit. Ben Solo climbs out of the pit, I mean, and she's laying there dead. I feel dead. like he's there. No, Finn's not there. He didn't see any of this. He was, I, I promise you, he was on a ship with. Uh, I remember that. And then the, the chick and, and then, then Poe the, had to come in. Or no, then Poe does not do that. Lando he tries comes to, around. but then Lando shows up. But yeah, the, he Finn wasn't there at all. He was not there for any of this. Uh, ben comes out, cradles her body. Uh, and then he's alive. 
and they kiss for some whatever reason and for some because reasons that that i don't know like they literally kiss and he dies he kiss he dies and then he's his body evaporates instantly <laughs> like no chance to revive no him. time for her to heal him back because again you have to have kylo ren die definitively because of what he the consequences of his actions in force awakens that because when you kill one of the main characters, you can't be forgiven for that. That's just how that works. And people would always say to me is like, he can be redeemed. I was like, no, he can't. Like, you don't do you not understand fiction. Do you not understand lore and mythology? Like he can't have a hero's arc because he is not redeemable. Yeah. Like he period by the rules of this franchise that I mean, aren't written. You just kind of intuit these things, though. He can't be redeemed. He did something irredeemable. He can't just show up and, and everybody's going to be like, he's not going to live a happy life. He's the guy who killed Han Solo. He's the guy who killed his own father just because. Yeah, you can't kill your parents. It's like. You can't kill a, a literal like a living legend, war hero, save right. the galaxy. And then just be like, no, it's cool. Everybody likes me. They, they, they're literally they that would they and they could have done that. I'm not saying it wasn't possible, but. In, if you're you tr attempting to write good fiction, yeah, you can't do that like that's And again, it, it's the type of movie it is. You can do that in a Quentin Tarantino movie. Right. In Game of Thrones, literally. Right. Like, yeah, you can you have can an that. arc like, like that. Tyrion that's... killed his dad and it was totally understandable. Yeah, but I, I just his mean dad, even like look at Jamie Lannister, sorry, the horrible Game shit of he Thrones did. Spoilers. Uh. <laughs> right. Spoilers for everything in here. But the point is, in the Star Wars mythos, like you can't have that happen. Uh, it can happen in other movies, more realistic movies. These are meant to be more fantasy, fairy tale type stuff. And I kept telling people, like, he can't be redeemed. And I was right. That's the closest he could come. Save Ray, die. And that's exactly what he did. But that's that's just me paying attention. That's I think I'm the only person who likes Star Wars is what it really well, comes I, down what to. What I also think it is, is that you're you're very good at storytelling and you pay attention to those things. And other people think they're good at storytelling, but they're not. <laughs> and if there's a pretty big difference there, uh, like you actually are. I'm only I'm only really like that with Star Wars, though. But I do. I pay attention now more than but ever the because story, I'm trying to write. storytelling is the same across all platforms. Yeah. Like just because you are subverting expectations doesn't mean you're a good storyteller. Yeah. Right. Exactly. You, it, it the easiest thing you can do is do something shocking. It's one of the reasons I hated that movie Boondock Saints that tried to rip off Pulp Fiction is what as soon as I saw the cat in that one. This is the only thing I remember about the movie. I was like, they're going to shoot that cat. They shot the cat. It was supposed to be shocking. And it was like immediately, though, it's like they're aping Pulp Fiction. Yeah. Down to a T. You just see it coming by, by the tone of these movies and having a quote unquote shocking moment like that isn't good storytelling. And it's not even shocking at yeah, that point. It was shocking where, when they shot Marvin in the face. That's where your skill set lies is. I hope good so. Storytelling. <laughs> I really hope so. I want it to be. I'm trying. I've allowed myself one convenient coincidence in my book. I've from the get go. I've said I, I'm going to have one thing where uh, a character is doesn't have a hard time doing something that needs to be done. It's like it's a back door for writers, basically. And they walked through a ton of back doors in this movie. Which what are you applying is the back door? Was it the quicksand? Was it the fucking <laughs> snake those. moving and it then was, walking through? Was it, was it finding the quicksand? The thing? Was it, was, it standing it was the on the, was it standing on the that fucking ledge and actually being in the exact spot they needed to yes, be to line up? I mean, all those moments. Which which back door I mean. are you referring to? They went through a lot of back doors. After that long chase, they just happen to fall into the exact spot they need to go to find the exact thing they need. 
to get to a ship that happens to be fueled up and ready to go to land Toy on a Story planet. Toy Story 4 spoiler. The, it's like the Toy Story 4 key spoiler or key. key and that was played for laughs. That was hilarious. One time. Yeah. It wasn't four or five times in a row. Right. Like it this was one time did. and it was just perfect. And again, I forgive all this because of my love for Star Wars. Everybody thought I was so hard on Force Awakens and I was hard on it because of the choices they made. And in this one, they, they didn't have a choice because of those choices. So I'm still mad at that movie for making this movie so telegraphed. But imagine if they hadn't done all that stupid, like, droid, we can't, we have to, like, pull it from his memory right. shit. It would have been shorter. And then, like, that chick, no. Oh. And that what I mean is, like, that chick we hadn't given... The coin that lets them get into the Zor ship. Zori Bliss, I think is her name. But if they hadn't given the coin that lets them get passage and all right. that, that convenient coincidence and all, like, right. all that stuff, maybe they could have actually worked on some real storytelling. Right. To, to work but they, those they, things they out. They try to cram so much stuff in. Like, again, that whole thing was just also there to give Poe some background because he's just been hot shot, hot headed pilot man this whole time. Then don't take him with you on any of those adventures and then you don't have to worry about it. <laughs> They had, they had their core heroes. But again, they didn't. Who the didn't, fuck is like Poe's my favorite? That's what, well, that's the whole problem with this trilogy is they never developed these characters. And that's why when those big epic moments came, nobody cheered like Endgame. We went on a journey with those characters in the Marvel Universe. We saw them at their everybody, lowest. We saw them at their highest. Right up until those chicks did that fucking like, let's all go to the bathroom. <laughs> like in Endgame, Right. Yeah. And then it was like, oh, come on. That was that was the only low point end game for me. Was, they were was like, that. she might need a tampon. <laughs> like pose. We're all going to the bathroom, ladies. They're but, like, let's all go to the lobby. <laughs> that was the only the low lobby. point where they threw in some random fucking uh, social justice message just at random that didn't need to be there. It's like <laughs> people that have been paying attention have seen very powerful women throughout this whole series. Since, right. Yeah, hello. Also like, through cinema and not even that's the thing, too, is everybody like they acted like you, you had to have a woman who was super heroically powerful, like Captain Marvel, who's super powerful. But it's like Pepper Potts was she, no, she didn't have superpowers, but Tony couldn't have done so many things without her. Uh, she fucking runs Stark Industries. That's what I mean. Like, hello. But yeah, she I mean, Literally, Tony Stark wouldn't have been Iron Man without Pepper Potts. All, he would have died without her at one point. Literally, she fucking <laughs> changed out his right. fucking reactors at one point. But like just starting with that character and then Iron Man 2, bam, Black Widow has been there since Iron Man 2. Yeah. You know, it, it's that was like what? The, the third we're movie, off I think? the rails, bro. We are off the rails. All right. So we're going to wrap this up. I hope you enjoyed our uh, Star Wars Christmas special. <laughs> Rant fest Christmas uh, special. I am. But go. I mean, if you're a Star Wars fan, you've probably already seen this. Or you're good. Um, just go see it if you're a Star Wars fan. If you're not a Star Wars fan, I don't know if you took any joy from this. I'm sorry to ruin your day. Uh, hey, man, my friend and her husband went to go see it, and they don't even like they haven't seen Star Wars like any of the new ones. Yeah. And they went, and they right. were they were like, "This was fine." Right. They had a fun time. It's a weird yeah. time to jump on board, but okay. <laughs> Nine movies in. Let's go see a Star War. Yeah. Why All right, not? but again. Uh, Happy holidays, all the holidays. Uh, Enjoy all the holidays you celebrate. And unless they're weird and awful and promote hate. Then don't celebrate <laughs> them, and I'm against it. But yeah, I think that's it. I got a lot off my chest. I feel really good right now. It was fun. Oh, good. It was fun to do. And I, again, I know it sounded like I was just shitting all over this movie, but it was just I just enjoyed <laughs> picking out all the things that I called 
like fucking four years ago. Sean's like, I know I just yelled at you for an hour and five minutes, but <laughs> I, five out of ten. Everybody, <laughs> everybody's got their volume down to one. Well, again, though, because that's not great. This could have been great. This could have been a great movie. Well, the whole trilogy could have been. Well, great. yeah, I mean, that's true. It couldn't have been great unless they started better. But uh, but yeah, th there's some really cool stuff in this movie that I really, truly so enjoyed. The prequels. But you know what? Instead, prequels are fantastic now. Now, no, since there's still nothing Natalie exists in a vacuum, Portman, Natalie, Natalie Portman trying to bang a fucking six year old or whatever. No, that never happened. Yeah, <laughs> that's not a thing She's that happened. She's not like, come here, Annie. <laughs> that never happened. That's yeah. gross. That didn't happen. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's what happened. Nope. Yep. She's all like, I like little boys. I'd give all the prequels like I'd give the first two each a seven and I'd give Friend of the Sith like a six. What? Yeah. What? At the time, I wouldn't have, but since everything is relative, these rank higher than these last movies. All right. Well, since I don't like pedophilia, <laughs> I don't I, either. We have that in common. I rank them low. <laughs> there was no pedophilia. Please There's don't so listen much. to me. There's none. There is zero pedophilia. <laughs> no. People. So Natalie Portman people reading is into like, shit. Natalie Portman is like, let me help take care of you when he's a little boy. And then like, as soon as he, she was a teenager, as soon she as was he, like a 14 year old girl. As soon as he grows like an inch and a half, she's like, give it to me. He was an adult. No, she just happened to be a little bit older than him. That's all. No, we're you, five child. years apart. Child. They were like eight years apart, <laughs> but still it's fine. They child. were adults. Nothing he's happened. A child. Nothing happened. He was a child. They should have never had a small kid. And I don't know why yeah. they started with a six year old. That was, but you I'm not, I'm not, don't get me started. With a six don't get me started. <laughs> you know, I'll get started. I don't know why I'm doing that voice. <laughs> I don't know. It's the first time you've ever done it. <laughs> like, this is a new character for you. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like, like the dude from the honeymoon. Don't get me started. But yeah, he was, uh, She's like six year old kids like, oh, I skipped my knee. She's like, mm. oh, my God. All right. We are we are out. <laughs> we are not having this conversation. That is all not true. <laughs> That's very true. Thanks for listening. I saw it. I saw it. Phantom Menace. Thanks for listening to me rant. And by the whatever the hell the next movie's called. She's like, I'm sure do like the French fried taters. All right. All right we're out. Fuck. Bye. All right. Bye.